This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, we go on the podcast on a Tuesday. What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, just looking ahead to next week. Next week is the week that leads into Labor Day. Labor Day, yes. I will be off. Eddie will be off. Huh. You'll be doing the show with uh, Gio. Yes. Uh, so will you be? Will you do the warm-up with CeeLo all week? Or should we give Mark the heads up? How are you feeling about that? I got to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> no. It's, it's enough doing the four hours. I, lo- I love doing it. Um, yeah. it's good. Here's the issue. I don't mm-hmm. have time when you're not here and I'm ho- specifically if I'm hosting. Right. I don't have the time to prepare for the warm up show. Right. The, the beauty of this is you're always ready to go. I can get ready with the real stuff that I need to worry about for six right. to 10 and the fun stuff you handle. And we're, I, I know, okay. I think we give Mark the heads up. All right. That perhaps, or, or no, that's not going to work. I was going to say have. Someone else do it with the producer, but that's not going to work. No, it's not going to work. We'll so just I tell him, listen, no. it's not going to work. Yeah, I say we bag it next week. Okay. And I got to be honest, I might bag the podcast too. Yeah, well, Eddie and I were just discussing. Maybe we bag the podcast as well. Just, yes. to, uh, just listen, give everybody a one-week break. And then we're back. And then the new day. fall season begins. I love that idea. All right. That I'll float an email easier. out. I'll float an email out to uh, Mark. Yes, fine, done. Uh, about that, so we don't have to tell him about the podcast. Ooh, I don't know sure if he knows we have one. How about, you know what we probably should do? What's that? I, if I were you, I would suggest uh, we that the station puts together a best of the warm-up show. Ooh, best of the warm-up. <laughs> <laughs> you are listening to the best of the warm-up show. <laughs> Could you imagine what his reaction would right. be if you wrote that? And I give him some suggestions. Yes. Um, this one about me taking my dog to the spa. <laughs> then there's a segment. <laughs> where I found chicken wings in Bradley Beach, and oh, then there's man. another segment. No, don't do that. He might cancel the warm-up show. Completely. <laughs> Is this what's going on here? <laughs> and these funny. are the best segments? <laughs> yeah, Boy, I got just uh, bag out on it. All right. I got to say, Jerry, I was embarrassed by my performance today. You did a, a quiz, Me Against Eddie. It was uh, music from the 70s. It was lyrics. You gave the lyrics. We had to give the song. I got the first one, Hotel California, and I thought, this I'm going to be cruising here. Then I just... I really realized that for me, I would have been better off for you to give me legitimately one note, one musical sure, note versus the that. lyric. I could see that. I Absolutely. just I don't connect the lyrics when I'm when I don't hear them with the music. I don't connect the lyrics. There were even some where I was like, the Led Zeppelin one that you did. What song did you choose? All my you love. Cho- All my love, which is legitimately my favorite Zeppelin song. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, 
but without hearing the music with it, I don't, I can't connect the two. There, I'm gonna give you one. Yeah. Jesus, is this microphone loud? That's well, a little loud. Let me. I want to give you one because I didn't do it because he, okay. um, he obviously ran away with it, which I knew he would do well. I was, I really, I was very surprised. Me too, very surprised. I thought you were, I thought you would have nice won, job. but I thought it would have been close. But he kicked your ass, and that's yeah, fine. Oh, wasn't even close after that. I went up, but it was like one of those games where like I ran back the opening kickoff, went up seven nothing, then didn't score again. Yeah, no, I, I got you. Yeah, I right, here. I want to know if you would have got this. Um, the spotlight's hitting something that's been known to change the weather. Will kill the fatted calf tonight, so stick around. Nope. That's Benny and the Jets. <laughs> yeah, I probably the only lyric I know of that is ba 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 Benny and the Jets. Now, if I would have started Bomb. it, hey kids, shake it loose together. The spotlight's hitting. Does that help if I use the first? No, you, you saying it now. I know the song, but right. I probably would not have gotten that. Even now, if I if I finished it this way, we'll kill the fatted. Well, I didn't even know these words, so I would have been lost. I'm gonna kill a fatted calf. What? Uh, we'll kill the fatted calf tonight. So stick around. You're gonna hear electric music, solid walls mm. of sound. No, really. Well, Okay. This Bernie Taupin got away with murder. He just rode <laughs> the hook, and uh, poor Elton's there writing music. Uh, Elton wrote the music. He probably got these lyrics like, what in the hell is he talking about? I'm telling you. So it's interesting. Just because, Like I said, I was sitting there Sunday, and as you know by now, when, when G's not here and I have to you know, take it in and out of the breaks and you know, whatever, I like to have something for the middle part of the week. Yeah. And so... I didn't know what I was going to do Wednesday, but then we find out that we got a couple of giants calling in, so that's fine. Yeah. And I don't know about Thursday. Monday and Friday, to me, just take care of themselves. And I'm like, right. well, what can we do that's different that we haven't done yet? And I was listening to the radio. I was outside, and I, I'm like, this would be interesting because I don't know how good people would do with just lyrics of very popular songs. What if it was like another game show we do, first lines, opening lines? I thought of that. That's funny you say that because when I was looking at what I wrote down, I pretty much skipped the first line of every song yeah. because I think the songs are so recognizable from the first line. Right. So we could do that. I like that. We could maybe try and redeem yourself on Thursday. I'll give it a shot. Because I won't host again now till 2021. Oh, right. Yeah. So, all the vacations will be over. Right. So maybe, and you're out next week. Mm -hmm. um, so maybe Thursday we can have a rematch. Okay. Musical first lines. And then the other thing we spoke about musically again came up is that uh, Cardi B song, WAP. Yeah. Which I'm very offended by. I don't like it. I don't think it's uh, creative. Um, I'm against it. I'm against it having 95 million downloads. That's like liking, that's like going, oh, my favorite songs, my favorite TV shows, pornography. I don't yeah, know. It's musical it's pornography. Just, I mean, it's I, musical I, pornography. And, and people be like, think it's hysterical that their kids are listening to it. Ugh, yeah, stupid. Listen, I am not offended by it because, quite frankly, I don't care. Uh, do I think it's a good song? No, I don't. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm amazed that that is, you know, what is so popular. I mean, I'm not surprised teenagers listen to that. I'm not. I mean, we were teenagers once, too. I didn't right. listen to that stuff. But right. curse but, words, for sure. But like I said, like I, I compare it to the Andrew Dice Clay stuff from the late 80s. Sure. Where I, when I was a teenager... And you're right. Well, my friends loved Andrew Dice Clay. Yep. I just was like, what? It, this just didn't... Like, I loved Howard Stern because he spoke about the same topics but didn't do it so graphically because he was on the radio. He right. couldn't. 
had to do it creatively. But there was something creative about it. It was like when he first moved to Satellite, I bailed for a, probably about the first year because like his first shows he was getting excited about he was going to weigh high pitch Eric's poop and to see how much he poops. And I was like, what are we doing? Like, it, it, wow, it, this is not entertainment to me. Uh, no, that that's that's relatively stupid. And then he finally settled himself down and, uh, you know, got over the fact that he could curse and weigh poop. I have listened a little bit now since I have yeah. the satellite again in my car. Um, I have from time to time, I'll put them on for a half hour here, half hour yeah. there. And there are sometimes I can't turn it off because I'm so, I just find his storytelling very engaging. Uh, yeah. Same way I thought Craig was very engaging with stories. And there are times that I find myself just listening for a long time and I don't even realize it. And then there are other times I'm like, this sucks. Yes. You know, F, F words, every other word. I'm like, geez, there's something left to the, uh, to the mind when you can't say it. Yeah. And I don't really care for that all that much. I mean, again, yeah. I'm not offended by it, but I'll, I'll turn it off. I mean, whatever. Right. Not your thing. Uh, not my thing. I don't mind the I don't mind the random curse. That's fine. Sure. But it, when it's every other word and then he brings in these other and I've said this to you before, there's too many characters on that show. Oh, on Stern Show, yeah. They're bringing it's, people. It's, it's I don't lazy. even know who he's talking to. There's too many people. And they're cursing and then callers call in and the right. the mouths on them, some of them like Jesus. So, whatever. Exactly. Reach his own. In uh, more music news, Wolfgang Van Halen, who is Eddie Van Halen's son. Now, is, it with, uh, is that with Valerie Bertinelli? With Valerie Bertinelli. Okay. And uh, Wolfgang, when, when they got back together with David Lee Roth and toured, the Van Halen brothers were still angry with Michael Anthony, so they wouldn't let him play bass. So Wolfgang played bass on that tour. He's, okay. a, he's a very talented musician. And who was the lead singer? Right? Uh, when David Lee Roth was uh, the lead singer. Got it. Uh, and they went on that tour. Wolfgang p- played bass. Uh, okay. Sammy Hagar and Michael Anthony are a team themselves. All right. Um, so people keep asking Wolfgang on Twitter, which Van Halen is his favorite Van Halen? Is it the David Lee Roth era or the Sammy Hagar era? And he is very diplomatic in saying, I, they're both great. They were both really good uh, singers, songwriters. And he's like, Eddie Van Halen, Eddie and Alex Van Halen wrote all the music for all those. So if you're a big fan of either Van Halen, you should listen to the other Van Halen because musically it's written by the same guy. I didn't know that. That's really interesting. Yeah. Hmm. And uh, both uh, Roth and Hagar wrote the lyrics. And the sounds are so different. Yeah. That's wild. But it's also like different eras of when the sounds were. Like Eddie Van Halen, that 1984 record, he... He discovered the keyboard, right? As opposed to the, uh, in addition to the guitar, I right. guess I should say. God, that's so long ago now. But supposedly Wolfgang has a solo record coming out. Wolfgang Van Halen. So it's yeah, W V H. W V H. How about that? And, I would take a listen to that. Uh, yeah, you know what? I what I saw some rock critic writing about it, saying it's actually very good. Well, why not? I mean, the bloodlines are there. He's grown yeah. up around it. He knows it, and he's probably really good at it. So yeah, I would check it out. I, and I used to, would. I used to love that Valerie Bertinelli on Bertinelli on one day at a time. Who didn't? Oof. Yeah. Hey, you baby. know who I like too, and it's funny because she played like a tough gal on TV. Yeah. I like Joe from Facts of Life. Yeah, she played a tomboy. She did, but I don't know why. I, they wanted I you to. They wanted you to like Blair. Yeah, but I didn't. I thought she was a stuck-up snob, which is she how was. she played. And uh, and of course. 
not so much in her real life, but um, I loved Alyssa Milano in, in uh, what the hell is that show? Charmed. Uh, who's the boss? Who's the boss? Well, Charmed, of course. <laughs> I mean, are you kidding me? But yes, who's the boss? Because we're like the same age. Oh, so okay. I feel like I grew up watching her. I grew up together with her. Right. So, yeah, I like her. There's She's a got new... some really funky stuff going on with Rose McGowan. I don't know if you're aware of it. Yeah. A lot of these people, Gary, have gotten very political over the Trump administration. Well, so, I think uh, this was the Me Too movement. Yeah, this is, is she's fighting right. with Rose McGowan. Yeah, you're right. This is a Me Too movement. It's fight. ugly too. Yes, they're Twitter. They're Twitter beefing right now. Yes. Uh, younger people say that ending sentences with a period in texting conversations is a hostile move. How so? How is it hostile? <laughs> they just think it looks hostile. Like if you say. Uh, like if you're the parent and you're saying, come home for dinner, we're having dinner at 6 p.m., period. They see it's that as hostile. But they say in texting, you know when the sentence is, you know when the thought is over. Oh, God. That there's no need and well, it, you know it, it feels hostile. A lot of people text differently. So like I end my sentences with four periods. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll do the dot, 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 three. Yeah. And you know what? If I'm trying to make a point. I'll give you four exclamation points. Yeah, I like an exclamation point. But that's it. I, I got to be honest. I have had enough of the texting. There have been so many in the last, I'd say the last three months, there have been so many miscommunications with the texting. Is that right? Between Yeah, between me and my coaches for my, my little guy's baseball team. And nothing bad, just miscommunications yeah. where it wasn't read properly. Mm-hmm. And I've even had one with a friend of mine who took something. I wrote something as a joke, figuring he knew my personality, and he took it as, "Oh God, it's like." And then you got to call, him like, "Dude, what is the problem? Right. Oh, why'd you say this?" Oh, it was a joke. That the ha ha after it. That's, that's what that means. Joke. I'm not talking about Clinton Dix. And he's like, "Oh, I, you know what? I didn't." Like, okay, fine. It's or you could do a, a laughing emoji. I don't. I don't do emojis. Sorry. You do the ha ha. I do not, yes, I don't you do You don't emojis. do LOL because that's generic. I will you do never ha-ha. write that. I've never wrote that. I will never write You're that. You're a ha-ha guy. You know what I hate? When people write the LOL and it's nothing to LOL about. Right. Oh, you lost your job, LOL. Hey, LOL. you know what? <laughs> Moron. Huh? Some people, I'm telling you. You lost your job, eat it. <laughs> yeah, right. So. I have a, a, a Florida story for you, Jerry, Florida, which I wanted, man. which I wanted, actually a Florida woman. I Interesting that you say that. Me and Connor talked about this last night. You did? Yeah. The this one is about flatulence? It is. Yeah. Largo, Florida. By the way, the first radio station I ever worked at was in Largo, Florida, and, and there's a lot of weird stories come out of there. It's a, a lot of trailer parks there. Okay. A Largo, Florida woman was arrested yesterday for battering her father due to his flatulence. They lived together. She is 40. He is uh, 59. So she's 40. She's a man. She's a man. She's 40. (laughs) Uh, She became angry with her father due to his flatulence, and an argument ensued. She then punched him in the face numerous times. Right. Upon responding to the home in Largo, Florida, cops noted that the victim had a bloodied left eye and scratches all over his neck as the result of the attack for flatulence. She was arrested for domestic battery. That must have been some flatulence. I mean, she must have been like, could you stop? I mean, it must have been stank city. Could you imagine, though, getting upset to the point where you attack your father <laughs> right right imagine like being arrested for beating up your father Holy no mackerel. i couldn't of course not 
What no. a story to tell. Oh, it's terrible. And at 40. Like yeah. you were like some 18-year-old punk trying to... At, you know oh, what? Oh, I got to be honest. Take... No age is a good. <laughs> and no age is beating up your father no. an acceptable thing to do, right? Because at 12, it's hysterical still. Right. At 18, you're old enough. Relax. Right. Go get some, uh, go get some candles. Burn the stink off. How old do you think you were when you realized you could beat up your father? I don't know. Yeah, me it's neither. nothing I've ever thought about. My dad was also in Vietnam in those hand-to-hand combat. So right, I, that's I don't the other know. thing. These guys were men, Jerry. I've never thought. My dad repelled out of helicopters in the jungles. Right. Our fathers were men. They fought in wars. I don't even want to go up on the roof on my shed. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, really. fair. So I don't know. It's nothing I've ever <laughs> even contemplated. <laughs> now, beat him in basketball, that's Whoa. another story. Right, when you were able to beat him in sports. Yes. About 14, 15. Same as my son. I cannot beat my older son of basketball anymore. Is that right? No chance. Nah. Like probably a couple of years ago, you were you 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 didn't play as hard because you were like, ah, let the kid give the kid a little confidence. Uh, I yeah, I did, but I always beat him though too. You did. So I, you yes. didn't give him a fake win, but you let him hang in there. No, I. The only way he would beat me would be I wouldn't try and you know block his shots because I stood mm-hmm. taller than him. Like he'd have to make the shots to beat me, but I would usually win. Yeah, um, there were a couple of times he did get me where he cut, put up a couple of prayers that went in. Yeah, but I was never the type. Oh, let's just let him win, little Timmy. I never did that. Now I don't know. In the last, I would say eighteen months, and I don't know when the exact date was. It's not even close. Yeah, he can step back and shoot threes from twenty five feet and make them. I can <laughs> barely make foul shots. Right, and I'm not, I'm not even at the point where I can just go back to the basket on him now because he's as tall or slightly taller than me now. That's when you know you're old and they're getting old. Yeah. yeah. And he's only 15, but I, he's got a very mature um, mindset and way about him. So he's 15. He feels like he's 25 to me. Yeah. Which is good. There's nothing wrong with that. But, yeah, I can't beat him. There's a one-year period where it happens. Where yeah. you uh, like you. Uh, oh, what happened? If, if you don't play the sports in the winter and then you come back to it in the, in the summer. Sure. And you hadn't played since last summer, different yeah. sports, and all of a sudden it's like, huh. What happened? I'll give you another one. My son, who's 10, I realized this week can now throw a baseball harder than I can. <laughs> which really amazes me. Yeah. I, that to me is I, like, Jesus, he's 10, and he can literally throw harder than I can. Hmm. And if not, it's very close. Right. It's competitive. It is. Yeah, it You'd is. You'd be competitive with a 40-year-old man. Correct. 40. Um, well, I'm, I'm 46. Yeah. 46. I'm a man. I, I got to go. All right, Jerry. Warm-up show is next. We will see you tomorrow. So. Good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry. No longer the shortest show on WFAN. Now it's a time. I mean, can we fix it already? It's 5.03 on the fan. Have you heard of odds on sports? Not an hour. Uh, Al Dukes down the Jersey Shore. What's up, man? Oh, hi, Jerry. Yeah, that's really my responsibility. I got to get on this, Zach. I'm the one who sends him the liners. Then he does them. I, I've got to write uh, new ones. Yeah, that would be good. Because, I, just, uh, I have writer's block right now, Jerry. I can't think block. of hilarious liners for hmm. us. How about this? Uh, it's Al and Jerry. It's 60 minutes. It's 30 minutes longer than the shortest show on WFAN. Oh, I like that. There you go. Alan Jerry, 60 minutes like the CBS show. Right now you're getting a little weird. That's yeah, stupid. <laughs> yes. Jerry, I've taken to um, <laughs> um, Facebook, you know, um, the, the social media Facebook. I've I heard like of it, it, yes. Yeah, I like it now for joining special interest groups. 
you know what I'm saying? Like, so I have a dog. I I I, I, mean, I use Facebook to go on various greyhound websites and uh, discussions so that if my dog has like a big pimple between its toe, I'll be like, my dog has a pimple between its toe. Has anyone seen something like this? What can I do to fix it? You know, so it's all specialty type things. But I've also joined the Bradley Beach uh, Facebook group. Okay, it makes sense. Makes sense. I like to stir it up every now and then on there. So you're stirring it up. In no, Bradley no, I Beach. didn't. I didn't mean to stir it up. Tell me if you think this is stirring it up because it turned into a stir up. It turned into a little dust up. Oh boy! When I uh, go for walks with the dog, I find, and this may be, I said this is just an observation. Maybe this happens in other beach towns as well. There's an awful lot of, I always said, an in, inordinate amount of discarded chicken wings around town. So what's just, the problem with that? There's just chicken wings around town. I you know find I mean? no problem with saying that. I think that <laughs> means you should have some responsibility and not throw your garbage out. Right. I said, uh, is anyone else finding this? My dog, if it seems like she finds a chicken wing every couple of walks. She's right. finding a chicken wing, either a full chicken wing, which hasn't even been gnawed on, or uh, a chicken wing that someone ate and discarded the bone just randomly in the street. How does that stir anything up? Well, it's stirred into... People in this town are trash, and they're throwing their garbage on the ground. I think it's a lot of uh, day trippers. You know, people come down to the shore. They eat their chicken wings. For some reason, there's a million garbage cans, but people decide, oh, I'm going to throw these chicken wings uh, on the ground. Right. Well, that's like the person that you saw throw the McDonald's bag out, and you chased them down. Yeah. Uh, yes. A fam- I saw a family once throw out their car window in, in Island, New Jersey. They threw out a bag of McDonald's. And right. I eyeballed them up and down and decided that if the, if a fist fight went down, I could I could have taken the father. He was a thin, weak man. <laughs> so I followed them to so their home. <laughs> exactly. It would have been a battle of thin, weak men. <laughs> I followed him to his home, and I said, go back and get it. Right. Like a man. I said it like a man, Jerry, and then I took off before there was trouble. <laughs> Smart. But then people, this is what people told me, Jerry. It's not people discarding chicken bones. It's seagulls breaking into people's garbage cans, taking the chicken bones and dropping them around town. Now, I've never seen one video of that. <laughs> I've never seen a seagull take a chicken bone and drop it around I town. I don't think it's a terrible theory, but I don't right. know that I've ever seen that. So it turned into a, this is a nice town. People are now taking shots at the town. I wasn't trying to stir up trouble. I said... Just an observation. A lot Eddie, of chicken wings. what's the over-under before he gets his ass kicked out of Bradley Beach? <laughs> I'd give it another. Uh, if he makes it through the summer season, maybe it won't be till next year. Right, probably not till next summer. Because this summer's practically over. Right back to Basking Ridge. <laughs> I'm stirring it up out here, Jerry. don't want you there either. <laughs> One woman wrote to me, and I happen to know, uh, she lives in my building, so I, I know where she lives. And she wrote, I've never seen such a thing. Well, there just so happened to be a chicken wing and a full hamburger out outside her window. I said, just really? look out your window. Yeah. Somebody discarded all of their food. Oh, that's awful. Really? Disgusting People are animals. They really and again, are. I don't think it's a Bradley Beach thing. I think it's a Jersey Shore. I think it's uh, wh- where the beach areas in Long Island are. Right. Some people are just slobs. Uh, and they, yes. they leave. Now, I will say, there are teenagers, and you know I don't like teenagers, yes. Jerry. For the most part, I'm not a fan of teenagers, but there are teenagers employed by the town that go around in the morning and pick up garbage. They go walk around with one of those one of those pickup garbage sticks. Right, sure. Yeah, I even uh, said to the kid the one day, I go, you're doing a good job. Who employs you? Who employs them? The town. Nice. 
I said, oh, I appreciate you picking up the the, the Draw an application? I didn't. I'm working in the morning, Jerry. I can't time. get out there. Well, no, you could go in the evening. <laughs> or I could go really super early in the morning. Then the other thing people discard is uh, cans and bottles of beer by the lake. Come on. And I picture that people going by their car and just flinging it out the window. Probably true. This is what happens when the Yankees and Mets don't play, Jerry. This is what I'm locked in on. Discarding bottles of beer. Bottles of beer. And it's those giant... You ever see those, the giant can of beer? Uh, yes. Sapporo, <laughs> I think, has a giant has an oil can. Foster's has an oil can. But even like regular like Budweiser's and Coors oh, Light. Oh, like the 24 ounces? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That to me, like when I see someone drinking a 24-ounce beer, I'm like, this is just... This is not sophisticated beer drinking. It's <laughs> just pounding. You know, it's just drinking to get drunk. Probably, especially if you have like three of them. Yeah, so when I see one of those discarded on the ground, I'm like, this is just some punk getting drunk. Nah, uh, you'd be surprised. It's not usually just a, a punk. When I used to work in the liquor store, we, yeah. we used to sell a lot of these. The 24-ounce yeah, beers? because you get them for like, I don't know what they are now, but you used, we used to sell those for like two bucks. Yeah. And we used to have singles. In the, uh, yes. in the last in the door of the freezer. Right. So you could buy a single for a dollar, but we'd have the 24. Even, I want to say there was a, th- is the Foster's can 36? I forget. The yeah, Foster's, the Foster's can, is the oil big. can. Yeah. That was big. That was more like four or five dollars yeah. back in the day. I don't know what it is Plus now. Plus it was an imported item, Jerry Foster's it was, so yes, from so Australia. That's exactly right. Foster's, <laughs> Australian for beer. Mate. <laughs> that's right. So you remember. Yeah. So it wasn't, but it wasn't always kids that would buy them. They were, you know, older. God, I'm 46 now. People like my age. Yeah, your age. Back then and your age. But you know, it's funny. If I see someone get a big giant Sephora or a big giant Foster's, I think there's a sophisticated beer drinker. Why? But if they get doing the the same thing, (laughs) worse, actually. I I know, but I just feel like they spent a couple extra bucks. Man. They got the imported beer. It's the same thing. It is. It is. That's why when people go, I drink uh, only local brewery IPAs. Like, if I blind taste tested you with a Bud Light, you would have no, you would know. Wow. Now, wait a second. I don't know about that. (laughs) That's right. But I get your point. You're still at the end of the day drinking beer. That's true. Speaking of teens, and I promise I'll get to sports, Jerry, but this is a local story. I don't know if you saw this on the news or in your local newspaper or on Twitter, but it's some. You know, the home news tribune, Jerry, that you get delivered in oh, the yeah. afternoon. Every day I get it delivered. <laughs> I get it twice a day. You, uh, while your wife is cooking dinner uh, and the kids are doing their homework, you sit on the you sit on the sofa and thumb through the local news tribune, Hold Jerry. on one second. I have to make sure we're not in 1914 right now. <laughs> you get your Onus Wagner? <laughs> Jerry, you get your cigar and your Rob Roy drink and you put it on I got to tell you, that does sound lovely, doesn't it? <laughs> Just hanging out late <laughs> yeah. afternoon with a drink right. and a you, cigar. Right. You come home from work, cook, dinner's cooking, your local afternoon newspaper has been delivered. <laughs> <laughs> you kick off your shoes and put your slippers on. You Man. pour yourself a drink. I've become Ward Cleaver all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> but some punk teens, Jerry, broke into a petting zoo in New Jersey up in Wyckoff. All right, Jersey. so I saw this on the show sheet. Yeah. I actually didn't even bother to Google it. I figured you'd give it a <laughs> d- It looks stupid enough. Well- These teenagers, they broke into a petting zoo at night when it was not open, and they were riding some of the donkeys around, which should not be, they could only hold 50 pounds, and these were, uh, you know, teenagers riding these donkeys. Right. And they put lipstick on a donkey, 
and they put this and they put this all on their uh, social media. So I don't know what's taking so long to catch these teens. If if they put it on their social media, let's get them. Yeah, I agree. Plus, I saw uh, there's the the one picture going around is uh, some blonde gal is is the one main the main photo of the story is of some blonde girl riding around on a donkey. Right. <laughs> That's the sound of the donkey because it only could take fifty pounds. Now, a vet has checked out all the animals, and the animals are good to go. Oh, I'm zoo glad will, to hear that. They will still be arrested. Today. Oh, I can't wait till these. Well, teams it get wasn't arrested. a popcorn zoo, was it? What was the name of it? I forget the name of it. It, it was not the popcorn zoo. It was not the Terry Lou Zoo. It was a zoo in Wyckoff. It oh, had a weird Wyckoff. name, so I was like, I don't know. Like, oh, you know, know. This is not where the uh, where are the yaks. No, what what are what are those uh, animals? Oh, the um um not come the on. Alpacas. The alpacas. It wasn't yeah. the alpacas, it was no. it? No. I think the alpacas would fight back. They might. I don't know. I heard alpacas will spit at you if you disrespect them. So. All right. Well, don't disrespect an alpaca. I thought we were going to do uh, yoga with the alpacas. Uh, yoga's with the goats. Alpacas do not do yoga. But alpacas, what were we going to do with the alpacas? There's an alpaca farm like in Wall, New Jersey. Where I know. You, and there's where you a, can go and see them. There's a photo online of you and I with alpacas behind us. Yeah. We were going to go do a live broadcast. Oh, is that the what it was? Farm. Yeah. Wasn't that when we did it on the podcast, people were getting married at the alpaca farm? Yes. Hmm. Every time I wanted to go to the alpaca farm, it was like closed for a wedding. It was booked for a wedding. So outdoor weddings. Wedding. Boy, they must have had a really busy summer. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's alpaca where Allie should have got married. Yes. Then she could have got married. It was supposed to be this past weekend. Yeah. Hmm. No, she didn't. She would, if she only had a book at the alpaca farm, she probably still could be married right now. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Jerry, we got a Mets-Marlins doubleheader today at City Field, but I, I'm watching News 12, and they're telling me it's going to be a horrendous uh, downpours from 2 to 8 p.m. today. Six hours of downpours? Six hours of potential downpours. All right. AccuWeather well, forecast. Uh, you just said it was News 12 forecast. News 12 forecast. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean, if that's the case, then maybe they'll get one game in. Why don't we play four tomorrow instead? Uh, four five-inning games? I'd be in for that. Now, the Yankees are playing in Atlanta. I don't know the weather there. Garrett Cole will pitch uh, still to be determined who he's pitching How against. How much do you want to throw in uh, that uh, Garrett Cole wins tonight? I don't know. I don't trust him anymore, Jerry. No, you don't trust him anymore. You think he's going <laughs> to lose again? Two in a row, I don't. I don't either. So how but this much is how for? gambling problems start. Yeah, but we don't do it every day. But, right, but now we're sto- now. We were now doing it on back-to-back Garrett Cole starts. Well, I mean, I won over the weekend, so I'm good. How many runs do you think uh, th- th- they're favored by? Is uh, it normally the, a run and a half? It's usually a run and a half, but not always, but usually. Yes. I got to see who this to-be-determined Braves pitcher is. Gambling problem. What if it's John Smoltz coming out every time? <laughs> it's a battle. I guess I'm doing this too long with you because I was yeah. about to say, what if Maddox <laughs> is pitching? <laughs> who was the better pitcher, Smoltz or Maddox? Um, different. I mean, Maddox was a pinpoint control guy. Smoltz uh, went back and forth from starter to closer, back to starter. Had great stuff. Both Hall of Fame. I, to me, whatever. Pick one. I don't think. I don't think you're wrong by picking either. Hmm. Hmm. Shall we Meh. debate it? Take calls. Do a Twitter poll. I would love you to. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Do not call Al. me. <laughs> Do not quiz me about asking people not to call you. Yeah, please. This is a call-in show. Do not dial the phone. (laughs) By the way, get ready. We're taking Islander calls today. I saw that the Islanders. uh, I even put it on my show sheet, Jerry. The Islanders won four nothing over the hated Philadelphia Flyers. They played a really. So I wasn't home last night because of the cornhole league, of course. Yeah, of course. Would you believe it poured again at eight o'clock on your cornhole league? Oh God, yeah. We were able to finish, but still, we had to pause it for twenty five minutes. We had a rain delay. Um, 
What so if those bean I, bags get waterlogged? Yeah. Do you still well, they're play? laid out right now at the uh, gym because that's exactly what oh. happened. All right. It was pretty much instead of them sliding, they were like, boom, <laughs> when they hit the boards, yes. <laughs> uh, but we were able to play. Uh, so I DVR'd the game, and I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm exhausted. I got up at 2 o'clock this morning to watch it on Fast Forward. To watch Islanders oh, yeah, uh, hockey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They played really, really well. You know, the second period was okay. It was a one nothing game in, I guess, into the third. But they're just good. I mean, they just play crisp hockey. And not only that, they wound up, I, the last goal was an empty netter, like midway through the third period. But they could have scored like four more goals. How did uh, new father Matt Martin do? Uh, he had a shot to score. Took a pass right about three feet in front of the goalie, and the puck was stopped. But, yeah, I mean, I would say he played well. Did he punch anyone in the face? Not that I saw. Not that I saw. Well, then, did he really play? Well, he played. Are they allowed to fistfights anymore in hockey, or because coronavirus, we're not allowed to fistfight people? I believe there have been scuffles. Yeah, because they're in a bubble, right? As you would call it. Yeah, they're in a bubble. They should be able to punch each other. They announced another round of zero positive tests. Wow. So you think about how long they've been there now. How many games they've played. I mean, you talk about the NBA and the NHL doing it right. They are. Zero yeah. positive tests again. It's like thousands that? and thousands of tests. If I was then when the season's over, I wouldn't want to leave the bubble. I'd be like, I'm not going out of this bubble. I get no coronavirus. My guess is they're going to run from the bubble. <laughs> right. I could be wrong, but no, I don't you're think right. I am. People are going to run from the bubble. 518 here on The Fan. It's the warm-up show until 6. Boomer joins us then. Don't go away. Alan Jerry, this is the new normal. Oh, look at this little belly feeding the tree. 523, Tuesday morning here on The Fan. Uh, speaking of music, if you don't mind, Al, um, I would like to go... You turn it down quickly. Uh, I would like to have you against Eddie today in a little uh, musical battle, if you're up for that. I'm up for that. What is the, What are the categories? Because uh, I think... So, uh, yeah. I think Eddie's uh, expertise is, ends in the probably early 80s. Right, so I capped it. With the late 70s. Perfect. Because of where Eddie stands with his music. I think yes. I hear enough of what he plays during the morning. Mm-hmm. You, I've always said, is one of the better musical minds I've known. Um, and so, but I think this is hard. Okay. I, I do. I don't think it's easy. What I did was I've got 14 songs, lyrics. Ooh. I want to know if you guys can pick out the lyrics and know what the song is. So you're going to give us a lyric, and I'm going to read you the, you the lyrics, okay. and then you're going to have to make a noise to buzz in. We can get right. Presti involved too if he wants to be involved. Oh, we'll crush him. And th- I would think so. These are all from the '70s, um, so it's like hippie lyrics almost to a point. Okay, hippie lyrics. Now more pride geared towards Eddie, but I actually think you'll do better. Do we so... need to know the song and the artist, or just no? The song? I'll take either one: the name of the song or the artist. Okay. Or sing the hook, if that's mm-hmm. not the title of the song. All right. Like, for instance, Sweet Judy Blue Eyes, which is not one of the songs I picked. Right. That's not the hook of the song. That's not. But if you can read, if you can sing part of the song and you identify the song as such, all good. Okay. Right, Eddie? Good? Yeah, I don't think actually they even say Sweet right. Judy Blue Eyes at all during the song. So, I hate a song like that. I don't that disagree. That doesn't say the, uh, the name in the, in Isn't the song. Isn't that Baba O'Reilly, too? Yeah. Right? They don't never never say that in the song, do they? People think that song is called Teenage Wasteland. I'll tell you, I, I always thought that too. I'll tell you another song that I never knew what it was by name was, and they do say it, but it's like a throwaway line, is Dave Matthews Band, The Little Ants Marching. Yes. Ants Marching is the name of that song, right? Mm-hmm. That's like, it's like one little line in the song. Right. So pretty bizarre. That said, um, what I was getting to was, did you see, so Eddie Vedder, 
was on with uh, a TV show with Lily Cornell Silver, the daughter of Chris Cornell. And they were talking about lyrics and songs and stuff. And this is something that we've brought up numerous times, just about how many people even pay attention to the lyrics to songs. If the hook's good, usually the song's good. And they were talking about, you know, different artists that have either taken their own lives or just whatever, just write dark lyrics. It is, I'll tell you, I would actually love to see this because he talks about how they are relatable to where they find out are tens of millions of people and how dark a lot of people's minds are. Really, like, crazy stuff. Dark minds? Yeah, like, people just have emotional, mental issues. Deep down. Yeah, I, I t- I'm just, I'm reading the quotes, and I'm only bringing it up because I think you'd be interested in it. All right. It's a, it's a, a uh, it's a documentary of some sort? So, t- so she's got a TV show. Um, it's called Mind Wide Open on IGTV. I don't know what that is. Uh, oh, yeah. uh, Instagram TV on her own Instagram, probably. Oh, Instagram TV? Yeah, you can uh, have your own like TV channel on your Instagram. Oh, like YouTube does that? You can do I didn't know that. Yeah, you can do it on Instagram. Well, anyway, so that's Chris Cornell's daughter, and Eddie Vedder is the latest guest talking about Lyric. I thought it was kind of neat. I thought you might be interested. Have you heard, uh, I don't know if they play this on 92.3, um, Eddie, not Eddie Vedder, uh, the Chris Cornell doing Patience by Guns N' Roses? I don't, no, I don't know. It's pretty good. I don't think I have. It's pretty good. Pretty good. I will check it out. All right. Jerry, the uh, you know that fella on the Indians, the rule, the coronavirus rule break and pitcher, Mike Clevenger. Yes. Well, I see Joel Sherman writing that he's a potential Yankee target. I read the Yankees have actually maybe even made a phone call about him. What? Possible. This rule breaker is going to get rewarded by going to the New York Yankees. Yeah, and then when a and then when a world, I was going to say a Super Bowl, then Come win a on. World Series. Oh. See, sometimes that? it helps to break the rules. Well, I, I in this case, you might be right. He happens to be a damn good pitcher. And you know what? The Yankees, as good as they are, can always use another arm. You can never have too many pitchers. No, this is what I've heard, yes. He's, good, he's really he's a good pitcher. Which is funny. Like, remember the beginning of all the Mets seasons? It's like, we have too many pitchers. We don't know what to do with all of them. And they all get hurt. And they all hurt by, like, mid-May. It's like the Yankees with their position players. We have so many position players. Yeah. We don't know what to do with them all. And by mid-May, they all need to play. <laughs> We don't know what to do with all these guys. I don't know. Wait three weeks till everybody's hurt <laughs> and play them. <laughs> Throw them in. That's right. Yes, they could use. They could use a guy like this. Then I see the Yankees are partnering with New York City Health and Hospitals for a COVID testing promotion today called Get Tested Tuesday. Now I'm all in. How do they yeah. test me? Is it the spit test? That I'm not sure. But if you get tested, you'll get Yankee gear. Now what kind? Am I getting a hat? I don't know. And it's I'll, just these I, Yankee gear. And I love this. Am I going to get like a COVID patch though on my Yankee gear? Uh, you know how like, you know, it's bat day, but you get like yeah. a sabrette stamp on the, right. On the bat. <laughs> right. Are you going to get a Yankee hat with a COVID logo? I going to say COVID-19. I don't know. Uh, I like this idea. I think this is great. I think you get more people out. So it's a smart idea by the Yankees and by the state. So, But we're going to spike the them. numbers. Uh, listen, I don't know. Because down. you know what? I actually had read that uh, that the CDC was recommending not getting tested. I saw this. I saw this on you, Saturday. Yeah, unless you have symptoms. Even if you were, let's say, Jerry, that you walked into a room of people with coronavirus having a conversation. They're right. like, well, we all have coronavirus. What do we do? And you walked into the room, and you'd be like, oh, my gosh, I just walked in a room of coronavirus. Right. They still say don't get tested unless you show symptoms. Unless you don't feel Now, my guess is, I could be wrong about this, my guess is that is now in anticipation 
of flu season coming, and they don't want people basically jamming up hospitals because they have the flu. Right. So I, I don't know. I, to, it's been, you know, I feel like they have gone back and forth on what to do, what not to do, when to do it, who to hang out with, how yes. to hang out with them, where to hang out with them. You almost like just lock ourselves in a closet for a month and maybe this will go away. And you know, super fast runner Usain Bolt. And you are just blazing through these topics. Well, because these are these are related topics. Usain Bolt, yes. Usain Bolt. He just got a coronavirus test because his girlfriend threw him a surprise birthday party. Now this is on an island, correct? This is on an island in Jamaica where they have a very low Jamaica itself has very low coronavirus. Right. So why don't we all go to Jamaica? For vacation. I know. You know our friend Dan Ariel from Pine Belt down yeah. in uh, Tom's River? He's in um, he's in Aruba where there's very little coronavirus as well. Is that right? Yeah. I see him posting pictures. I'm like, what? Why are we going there? Now, does he have to quarantine for two weeks when he comes back? Probably not because that's not know. on the list, right? Jamaica's not on the list. Aruba's not on the list. I wouldn't think so if they've got very low cases. It's not like going to Florida and coming back. I still get confused about Jamaica Queens and Jamaica. Why? Well, why is it called Jamaica Queens? Like they'll be like, "Oh, he's from Jamaica." I'm like, "Jamaica Queens or Jamaica the?" Do you get confused about o- Oakland, New Jersey, too? Yes. <laughs> Legitimately, when people when I first started screening calls, and people said they, people would just be like, uh, "I'm where you calling from, Oakland?" I'm like, "Oakland, California." <laughs> like it took me a while to catch on that there was about, Oakland, New Jersey. All right, how about this one? You do know there's a Belmar, New Jersey, yes. and a Belmar, New Jersey. Yes, I only know that because those dudes kept opening up their gym. <laughs> oh, is in... that true? That 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 was the Belmar with the A W R. Yes, is that true? I didn't that's, know that. Yeah, that's where those dudes were kept opening the the gym, defying a Governor Murphy's orders. Now those are confusing to me. Same title yeah. or same name in the same state? Confusing. Yes. I think there's also a. Oh man, is there a Matawan and a Matawan? I forget, but there's <laughs> there are. I agree with you. Those are confusing. Um, Jamaica Queens and Jamaica not so confusing. No, no, I'm just, I'm just saying when somebody says somebody's from Jamaica. Oh, you meet my friend Michael. He's from I would Jamaica. Say this. If Michael talks like I'm from Jamaica, man, that's probably the island. Mm. If he's like, Yo, I'm from Jamaica. Yo, we're from Jamaica, yeah. and we're right. from here. That's how we speak. So whether he says mon or not is the <laughs> defining thing. I would think, right? That, that's how they speak on the island. Yes. <laughs> I know. See, you, now you know my confusion. Well, Jamaica, Queens, Jamaica. I don't, I don't get confused about that, but I do understand how you could get confused. Like, I've here's what I bet. A college kid who lives in Jamaica, <laughs> Queens, goes to indiana university and he's from jamaica he shows up there they go hey where are you from jamaica they're like oh this guy's cool but you live here that's the difference i agree with you if you go to alabama yeah and you're from jamaica queens and they say where are you from jamaica oh it must be nice there um yeah it's fine quite busy a lot of traffic like really what about the beach but why Uh, wouldn't you just say queens because you're from jamaica what if you're from astoria i don't know why can't everything just be queens Where's Dix Hills? That Long Island or Jim? Or is that Queens, Eddie? I think Dix Hills is in Long Island. Uh, that's Long Island. Oh, yeah. Ah, damn it! Well, that's another one. See, Why run do you DMC. not say you're just from Long Island? You have towns in Long Island, right? But the, Queens is the town. <laughs> um, it's a county. <laughs> it's like what, like Run DMC, right? Isn't Queens the county? It's a borough. That's but all it's right, also, yeah, it's a county. Like Run DMC was from Queens. They weren't from 
Astoria or do, Jamaica. Do you say you're from Ocean? <laughs> no. Right. It's the same thing. You're from Bradley Beach. When you were in Matawan, do you use, I don't know, I'm sure that's Ocean County or Monmouth County. But when you were in Matawan, did you say, where are you from? Monmouth County. But Jamaica, if you're from Jamaica, Queens, you go Jamaica, Queens, New York. That's three things. So. It's too much. That's at least clear. I can tell you this. If he tells the guy in Indiana he's from Jamaica, Queens, New York, he'll know he's not <laughs> from under a palm tree. Right. He knows he's not from the island. Boy, you do spend a lot of time thinking about some odd things. Well, Usain Bolt was in the island of Jamaica. He was not in Jamaica, Queens. Is that why we were talking about this? Yes. <laughs> How the hell do we get so to that? So he's afraid of getting coronavirus now because his uh, his wife throws him this huge uh, surprise party, which was strange because it was for his 34th birthday. It wasn't even like a No, a, it's brilliant. No, 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 no. You know what? Brilliant. I can tell you this. My wife is going to get a surprise party for when she turns 28. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I will tell you, she will not get a surprise party for her next milestone birthday i i plan on doing one the year prior she'll like have no idea you don't like the expected no i don't surprise i do not birthday. nope i don't i'm okay with the big party and the bash yeah that's fine this you know as long as the other person's aware of it that's cool to do it and surprise them nah let's be different there's nothing wrong with it i would prefer to be a little different You're so right. instead of a 50th let's do a surprise 48th but then two years later, they're going to be like, ooh, I got a surprise for my 48. Yeah, but you know what? Big one I got to be honest with you. There's no woman that wants to turn 50. No. You're right. So Women how about do not we just ignore celebrate it. it? Right. And I don't know about you. I don't really have so much interest in turning 50. <laughs> not I don't that know. I care, but you know, I'm not going to be all excited about it. Yeah, I was excited about 50 for whatever reason. Because you decided to get out of the closet <laughs> and start living your life. You know? Oh, that closet. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Living like, my life. Or you do. Yeah, I, like, I thought the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, no, I just, you know what I meant? Like, all you do is hide in your apartment. Right. Now, now you've I turned live. 50 and you're you're out. You're at the beach. You're walking your dog. You take your dog to a spa and get it a facial. Like, you're doing things. Yeah, I decided, as Jerry. To, you know, just hanging out in your apartment like you've done. To live. Once I turned 50, live, Jerry. You've, you have started to live. You have been a changed person since you turned 50. So I could see you being excited. Nice. I totally get it. All right, we're excited. Quick break. 536, Boomer joins us at 6. It's the warm-up show here on The Fan. Alan Jerry, social distancing before it was cool. All right, so like a song like this could be one of the songs that I pull a couple of lines of lyrics from for the big lyrical battle between Eddie and Al I love coming this up lady. later. Who is this again? Todd, Todd Rundgren. Todd yeah. Rundgren. I can tell you right now, not Todd Rundgren. But this <laughs> is the type of music that it could be. And I even put one, I'll give you a little hint. There's a boomer special in there. That's all. Zeppelin, okay. Maybe. Bread. <laughs> Maybe. Perhaps. Aerosmith. Uh, not Aerosmith, I will tell you that. So, anyway, what else? Oh, that's you. I forgot. I thought Eddie played yeah. that. No, I thought that was you because that was your type of music. Uh, Al loves that song, too. Oh, I okay. love I Saw the Light. Tremendous Todd Rundgren. Uh, there was a uh, article that went viral, Jerry, about how New York City is dead and it's never coming back. I don't know if you saw it. Uh, uh, I think well, last week it came out. I have seen it, and I think there's, I understand Jerry Seinfeld is defiant about it, mm-hmm. but I do think there is truth to it with the mass exodus that is occurring right now in New York. Yeah, so there was this uh, this piece that went viral about uh, a guy who called himself a New Yorker, said that he's now living in Florida, and it's yeah. even though people have always said New York was the the demise of New York has 
uh, been talked about for years and years and years. This time it's really going to happen because of technology and bandwidth and we can do things from our homes and blah, 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 blah. Well, the great Jerry Seinfeld took to the New York Times op-ed piece and wrote the wrote scathing answer to this guy's. Yeah, I, I'm with this guy, though. Yeah, I'm with this guy as well, although I did enjoy the, the Jerry Seinfeld piece because I like anybody who likes to argue things. Yes, you do. And uh, what's funny, my favorite part of the Jerry Seinfeld rebuttal was, uh, you know, the guy who wrote the original piece is a part owner of a comedy club in New York City. Oh, no kidding. And uh, Jerry Seinfeld, in his op-ed piece, wrote something like, I've been to your comedy club. Could use a little refurbishing. <laughs> okay. Fair. Well, maybe he would have refurbished it if he had more people in New York City coming to it. I suppose. That is good, though. But that was good. So we'll look for that. It's uh, New York Times. I had uh, retweeted it yesterday. It's I do t- have a uh, friend of mine who is a realtor, and the bulk of his clients are people from Manhattan right now. Yes, I've heard, especially like in the Jersey Shore yeah. area. Yeah. I mean, it's really it's become very popular, overcrowded, and people are... Leaving and in in a lot of cases for him, not all, but in a lot of cases for him, the whether it's the wife or the husband, whoever makes more of the money, yeah, are have been told that they will be working remotely for the foreseeable future with no end in sight, and that's part of it too. Like they don't need the big office buildings. I, I don't know. Like if you own these big office buildings in Manhattan, which you see, you would have thought if you owned one of those, you were good set for life. I don't know what you do now. Like, or how you get people back, I guess you got to start offering lower rates because, as we know, the rates here are just, you know, ridiculous. Yeah, I'd be in full panic mode right now if I owned a uh, building. You what? I'd be in full panic mode. I know. I know. Very difficult. So, I, I don't know. I, I don't know who's going to end up being right. I think at the end of the day, people still want to be here, but I do think it's going to take time for people to be back. Right. I, I mean, agree. hell, but Broadway's closed until January, quote-unquote, at the earliest. Right. As uh, Billy Joel once saying, I've seen the lights go out on Broadway. Not like this. No, no, not like this. He saw them go out for three nights. Right. This is... uh, Six months. Six months, at least. And counting. Yeah. Right? March, April, May, June, July. Yeah, six months. Plus, it's mostly old people that go to Broadway, and the old people have got to be more careful than uh, younger people with coronavirus. So they may never go back. It seems kind of mean. What's that? The way you said that. old people love Broadway. How about more mature people? Yeah. Because you're not far from that. <laughs> I've been to Broadway recently. Uh, yes, I, you went twice in one day. <laughs> trying to knock it all out in eight hours. That's right. Why <laughs> go two days go when I can go one? Ever again. <laughs> if, that, if I told you right now that that trip into Manhattan was your last uh, trip into New York for fun, mm-hmm. you all right with that? Yeah, no problem. If I told you you never came back to 345 Hudson for work, mm-hmm. You good? Yeah, I'm good. All right. I'm a suburb guy, Jerry. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm a suburbs. I, yes, we've heard. Manhattan to me feels like when I was going to Kane College at the time, now Kane University, and, and I wanted to do radio, and uh, I was afraid to come into New York to do an internship. Right. Like, I didn't apply at 92.3 K-Rock or WNEW. I was too afraid. So where'd you apply? WJDM and Elizabeth. Oh, I forgot about that. That's right. Me too. <laughs> Yeah. No, Me, you, and Joe Beningo worked there. Yes, sure did. I worked there for two years. It's a hotbed for for future WFA and talent. <laughs> That's right. Who knew? And you were there before me. 1530 WJDM. JDM. Only the hits. What was that? What was their tagline? It was like old time Just hits. the hits or something like that? Yes. 
I remember I worked at this, how old this radio station was. It was an AM station that they called the daytime, day, daytime station. Like I, yes, I had a we sign. We had to turn on. the power down at, at uh, dusk. Yeah. When the sun went down, you had to shut your power down. So in the summer, they had longer days because the sun stayed up longer. So while I was an intern, they asked me to run the board, just segue the music yeah. until eight o'clock at night. But I decided that I would uh, talk in between the music because <laughs> I wanted to be a DJ. And this went on for weeks before no anyone one, no, no one noticed. On. Yeah. And then it was then the person who owned the radio station came in one day. He goes, are you talking? <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. And Don't that was ever it. do that again. Don't do that. Now, were you All there right. when we had the index card file of yes. songs with the colored dots on them? Yeah. You would follow the, the hour-long clock. You'd play like a red song yes. and a green song. I got then there in, was one blue song every hour. I got in trouble because I played Herman's, Her, Herman's, Hermits, Herman's Hermits twice in the same shift. <laughs> Jerry, did I hear... <laughs> I into panicked. something good yes you did you heard it twice within four hours because i panicked and i didn't have the proper cd ready yeah and so i hit play on like track four or whatever and it was the same song that i played in the first hour i said oh you gotta be kidding me i'm like yeah no one's listening and then the next day i came in and like why did you play the same song yeah we have a thousand songs you played the same song i said i i panicked you played hermit's hermit's <laughs> yes. twice and it was it was something good oh it's funny yeah, that was, that song days. was that song had a resurgence after Naked Gun played it in the movie Naked Gun, where people started Something buying the single again. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah, they were playing it when they were laughing coming out of the movie theater, and then you That's pan right. up and it's Platoon. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. It is when a when a song hits a popular movie or when an artist dies. I mean, the download now yeah. we're in a download uh, era, but the downloads are crazy. Right. It's almost like, you know, that song's been there the whole time. Why are we not listening to it? And there's Fleegelman will play sometimes, like, some cool song coming back, and it's because of Guardians of the Galaxy, right. those movies which played a lot of 70s rock. And yes. all of a sudden, here they come. And, in fact, that's how Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody uh, got huge again was because of Wayne's World. Remember they I believe it? that. Dun, 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 I believe that. And you know, Dreamweaver. Yeah, Dreamweaver. <laughs> yeah. I started. You have, did you see the documentary on Netflix about Adam Lambert and Queen? No. I started watching. It. Very interesting. Yeah, I'm not sure if I'm going to be interested in that. What it's because it's. I mean, I'm only a half hour in. Yeah. But it's not even so much about him as it is what the what happened to the band after Freddie Mercury died and how they pretty much just thought it was over and it had been for you know a decade or whatever or two decades, and so it's really more about what a performer he was. And how great he made the band, and then all of a sudden it was over. It was it was very interesting so far. I'm like I said, I'm 30 minutes in. I'm gonna watch the rest of it. I hope today or tomorrow. All right, I I'll might watch know. that. I you think I'm be. interested in that. I would think you seem like you're into musical documentaries. Yeah, I'm into that. I'm interested. You got me. So, all right, well, you know those uh, TV shows where you uh, where people bid on storage lockers. Yes, I saw this. This is awesome. This is and what then, I always tell you about. We should start going. Start going and bidding on. Yes. Uh, so what happens initially? So somebody has a storage locker. They stop. Whoever is responsible. They either for it, stop paying for it. Okay. Or they die, and no one and, claims it. And no one claims it. And then the person who owns uh, the storage locker places put it up for auction, and you. And then they you, cut off the lock. You bid on it, really not knowing what's in it. Yes. In some cases, at least on the TV show, they let you take a peek. Quick peek. But you're not allowed in. 
So some dude paid three hundred seventy-five dollars for a storage locker, and it turned out it was Kobe, one of Kobe Bryant's. That's amazing. He had thirty-five pairs of sneakers, uh, Kobe Bryant jerseys, Laker practice gear, a Lakers all-access badge labeled Mamba, tax paperwork for Kobe Bryant, and my favorite, a mink coat. I think it was Kobe's accountant. Kobe's accountant. You Look think at the it? homes he's been in. You didn't tell me he didn't have an attic for this right. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> how about how about a basement? Maybe Jesus. you store your stuff in a basement. Couple minutes in front of six o'clock. Mm-hmm. One final break. Maybe a little more on this too, because I do like storage wars. Uh, and then Boomer yes. joins us at six on the fan. First, though, a radio.com sports minute. Her name is Amy Lawrence. Oh yeah, Alan Jerry now offering contact-free delivery. <laughs> Very nice, Eddie. Five fifty-eight. Couple minutes till we get you to Boomer and Geo. Boomer joins us at the top. The Islanders did win last night. They shut out the Flyers four nothing. When we got a whole bunch of Met and Yankee games now for the next month. What else you got there, Al? So you said you wanted to, uh, you had something else on this storage locker no. that somebody uh, bid on and uh, paid no, three seventy five for all this Kobe Bryant stuff. I just think I'd like to buy one once. Yeah, not knowing what we're getting. Anytime I see someone going to a storage locker, I think they're up to no good. You think? Of course you do. Because wh- why you got a storage locker? Um, people run out of space. Because here's why: people keep everything. Yes, that's the problem. And I, there are certain things that I think those come in handy for. Now, yeah, for boxes know. of tax, you know, tax papers and yeah. sneakers, that seems like a little much, especially when you probably live in a nine thousand square foot. Home. We are your flagship station for New York Giants football. 